Thank you, Jesus. God's so much bigger than every battle you're fighting. God's so much greater than everything the enemy's trying to put on you. Hallelujah. And I'm so thankful we are in this together. Thankful for what God is doing in Sister Naomi. Amen. Appreciate everybody. Just I could just go on and on. Just all the faithfulness here of you just being here tonight. Those that came early to clean up. Those that are helping with the music. God bless you all. Everybody just doing such a good job of just being a help. We thank you for that. Amen. Colossians 3. Father, we love you. Thank you again for your mercy, for your kindness, God. Thank you for working, Lord, in this service tonight, Lord, with your healing power. And God, I pray tonight you would just strengthen us, build us up, Lord, in your faith, God, and just give us what we need tonight, God. We love you. We thank you. We ask it all in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. Colossians 3, verse 23 says, Whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. God bless you. You can be seated. Ecclesiastes 9 says, Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with all thy might. Amen. Colossians says, Whatsoever you do, do it heartily as unto the Lord, not unto men. God's the one that's going to reward you. Amen. We're going to do a little bit of a review tonight, maybe just a little refresher. But uh, I feel just such an urgency more and more. I know everybody's seeing all the things that are going on in the world and knowing that uh, times are are dark. Sin is abounding. Amen. And while a lot of people are being distracted by what's going on in the world today, I'm concerned about God's people making it to heaven. Say, well, wait a minute, I'm on my way to heaven. The Bible says there should be a great falling away. That concerns me every day. That's what makes me pray for you. I want to see you in heaven. I want to see you in heaven. My heart hurts just even talking about it. Amen. Amen. I've seen people that in my estimation, have more gifts than I'll ever have, fall away. Amen. Amen. We can't just go ahead and be casual about this. The enemy's fighting the church. Amen. You know it. I know it. And he's not backing off anytime soon. We need to be able to just take this so seriously. As much fun as we're having as good as we feel, we can't take it for granted. Amen. Sister said tonight, we got to uphold our part of the bar. We got to put our hearts into this. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes. Well, praise God. Yes. I was joking a little bit. I don't know how many of you are familiar with it, but I was joking with Brother Mike a little bit before the service. And, and uh, you know, I, I said, man, you can't handle the truth. We're just kidding around with each other. But I, I think about that quote, and I think about so often, you know, it's the hardest truth that people can't handle is looking at themselves, yeah, that's right. being honest with themselves. That's right. yes, sir. I was reading this morning a, a testimony of a man 
a man who was a soldier. And, uh, but before he ever got into the service, he, uh, he had a very rough life, an abusive home. Um, a great mom, but she was abused and just a horrible upbringing with, with, uh, a lot of racism in his life and his life, uh, in danger and, um, and, uh, his mom took him and the family and escaped from their dad and found another home, another relationship, another husband, a man that he, this boy could look up to and, and they found him. And when he put his, just loved this man and thought his life was going in a good direction, they found his dad murdered. Well, he was eight years old when the boy was eight years old and, and on and on and on that his life had just dealt with him so, so horribly. And, and, and really in response to that, he sought the wrong kind of friends and the wrong kind of, uh, uh, of habits and things like that that are common in this world. But he said, one day I looked at myself and I hated what I saw and I looked in the mirror and I said, I said, I've got, you've got to make the choice. You've got to make a difference. It's not because of your dad. It's not because of the neighborhood. It's not because of the culture. If you're a loser, it's your fault. And it's going to change today. Church, we know we can't change ourselves, but Jesus is the one that changes us. Amen. He can change everything about you. You have a chance to be better. You have a chance to, to be healed. You have a chance to be whole. You have a chance to have an abundant life. And you can't blame the devil if it's not yours. The hardest thing for us to deal with is looking at ourselves, being accountable to ourselves. Saying you could do better. Amen? Amen. You could do better. See, none of this. This is when you get down to it. This isn't the law. Amen. This isn't stone tablets. This is a relationship with Jesus that makes living right awesome, that makes doing right awesome. We live a life that's full of life, full of joy, full of peace, full of love. Amen. If you're missing that, you're missing Jesus. Amen. But it is so easy for you and for me to cruise through a day half-heartedly, without passion. Without a heart to say, I'm doing this because I'm in love with Jesus. We can take him for granted. We can take him for granted. We can look at our situation and our circumstance and say, I'm doing so much better and I'm safe and I'm doing fine. And then lose that heart, lose that fire. Lose that love, that first love. Said it to somebody here recently. I, I might have even said it later on in church. I don't remember. But the very first church there in Revelation 2. Talking about those candlesticks and the church at Ephesus. He said, oh, you labor and you work hard and you have patience and, and you strive for this. You got, They just went on and on. These guys are doing great. But I have one, one thing against you. You left your first love. You didn't lose it. Amen. You walked away from it. You made the choice. You left your first love. You know what he said about that? All that good stuff about the labor. And you know people that are fake. You've tried those that are apostles. And you know that's not right. right. You know the truth. And you've had patience. And you've borne the burden. But he said, if you don't get back to your first love, you don't even have a church. That's what he said. I'll take your candlestick away. That's not a church. When you don't have that 
on fire love for God? Amen. I was thinking here just today about a a phrase people use. Uh, some of you, maybe you've bargained for uh, when you buy a vehicle or something like that, try to get a better deal. Some of you are really good at it. I wish I was good at it. Uh, I'm not. Maybe you've bargained for other things. And if you ever heard, you know, the terminology of people who are good at bargaining at things, uh, you don't want to walk away while there's still more on the table that you might be able to take with you. You know, sometimes you can walk away and say, well, I got a really good deal, but you didn't get this good deal. They said you left some things on the table. I feel like sometimes in our walk with God, we feel like we're doing good enough, but there's a lot more on the table. And I want to tell you before, Lord willing, we finish this, why that's so important that we don't just think we can get by and half-heartedly. You know, I said about that first love that we need to get back to. We understand that you go to the seventh church, the Laodicean church. He said, you're lukewarm. You're not cold and you're not hot. He said, because you're lukewarm, I will spew you out of my mouth. I cannot imagine. I know you can watch my life, and I hope and pray that it's as evident as I, uh, and as 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 I feel like it has to be. I don't believe in a lukewarm life. Amen. I don't believe in doing anything halfway for God. Amen. If you're going to do it, praise God. I don't want to ever have something that I'm doing for God, and God says, "Uh, it's making me sick to my stomach," because you don't really put your heart into it. Because he did so much for me. How can I not be heartily loving him? How can I not give my all? It's not always easy. Here's the thing, church. Some days it's harder than others. Amen. Say, I don't think any one of you could look me in the eye and say, you know that one time you came in here, you, you phoned it in basically. You didn't really preach to us. You didn't really put your heart into it. You see, you were kind of seemed like you were. Come on now. Amen. But I tell you, sometimes it's not it's not easy. Sometimes it's not easy to go ahead and put your heart into what you need to do. But it's not because it's easy. Jesus died on a cross, not because it was easy. Amen. I don't believe it was easy when Job went down and worshiped God when he lost everything. Amen. But it was right. He worshiped God because God was still worthy. And I still believe something beautiful happens when you give a, a, a choose to give God your best when it's your hardest. When you can just fit into the crowd and everybody's doing it and it's just spilling over from other people, that's one thing. But when you're carrying a burden, when your heart is broken, when you're crying real tears and you say, I still love you, Jesus. I still worship you, God. I still give you my all, God. Something amazing happens in your life. Amen. God steps up, stands up and notices that. Yes, he does. God sees that. Amen. I believe it. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you for that. When you, I tell you what else, the devil sees it. Amen. There's just sometimes I gave my all and said, you know what? I don't know if I'm even feeling anything, but devil, you watch this. You won't take my praise. You won't take my prayer. You won't take my fire. You won't take my zeal. You watch this devil. Amen. Sometimes you just got to say in your face, devil. I'm going to do it anyhow. Amen. In your face, 
Oh, God bless you. You can be seen. You say, oh, don't stir up the devil. So what the Bible says, he's under my feet. I'm not scared of the devil. Amen. Oh, yeah. It's time to get him scared of you. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. You should tread on serpents and scorpions. Nothing shall by any means harm you. Amen. Nothing shall by any means harm you. That's the promise of God. That's what Jesus said. I believe what Jesus said. The devil's a liar. I said the devil's a liar. God bless you. God bless you. You're fun to preach to. But I preach sometimes when it wasn't so fun. I preached sometimes when I felt like I was wading through cement that was half set up. And I said, you know what? I'm going to still give it my all. Devil, you watch me. Devil, you watch me. Amen. If you're going to make it, you're going to have to learn how to put your heart into it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't leave something on the table when you got more to give. Don't leave more, something on the table when you got more to All give. Right. Amen. Yes, sir. This Bible talks about being diligent. Yes. Amen. Amen. Somebody say diligent. Diligent. Diligent diligently. All right. And every other form of diligence. Yes. It's in the Bible over and over and over again. That means we don't cruise through this. We work at it. All right. We diligently seek him. We diligently learn. We diligently keep. We diligently obey. We diligently hearken. Yes. Amen. That means when it don't feel right, you just do it anyhow. You say, well, I know what everybody said. Well, I'm not a hypocrite. You are. (laughs) By your definition, you are. Now, your definition is not God's definition. But if your definition is, I don't want to do something right if I'm not in the mood to do it, if I don't feel it, you do that all the time. You do it for a boss, but you won't do it for Jesus. Amen. You clean up a mess in your house, but you won't do it for Jesus. Amen. Well, praise God. What I'm living is because I know it's right. I know it's real. My feelings don't dictate. My obedience dictates it. Amen. I live for God with all my heart because I know he's worthy. And if you're just doing it because you feel like it, that's not what is acceptable to God. Diligently. Diligently. It's hard work. We have to be accountable, at least to ourselves, and look at our lives and say, listen, I'm going to just go through the basics again tonight. Just very practical, very basic. But I'm going to tell you something. It's so important that we have our foundation. It's so important that the Word of God is our foundation. It is so important. Listen, I know, I know. I'm here to help you know that Word. Amen. It is up to you. The Bible talks about studying it. Amen. The Bible talks about reading it. The Bible talks about rightly dividing it. The Bible talks about meditating on it. Amen. Can you handle the truth? Are you could. Is there still more on the table when it comes to your relationship with your Bible? It doesn't take much to read the Bible through in a year. Ooh. And if you are, this is not my word. I heard somebody say this a while back. They said, if you're a dog slow reader, (laughs) you could do it in two years easily. How long have you been a Christian? Amen. Hopping around. I'm going to tell you, it'll help you read through. It'll help you. 
to have a good relationship with your Bible. Now listen. Now listen. It's not always easy. Ask some questions. Pray through some things. Dig in a little bit. Look some things up. We are living in a day of technology. There's a lot of garbage. I'm not saying look up somebody who's talking about it on YouTube. Don't. But you can look up things. You can, you, can, you can get some definitions and double check some things if it doesn't seem right. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. I just happen to love to answer questions as well. Dig in there. Without a foundation in the word, it's going, the devil can slip in there. Make you feel insecure about where you stand because the rock of hearing the word, doing the word, living the word, having the word as that rock, the devil will get an advantage over you. You need to stand on that word. You need to hold on to that word. And it's alive. Jesus, hear this now. This is what Jesus said. My, my, these words are spirit and they are life. Amen. It'll come alive to you. It'll teach you. It'll lead you. Work through it. Look at it. Amen. Stop making excuses for it. This, I'm telling you, people that are doing well today, they've got a good relationship with their Bibles. Amen. Not every, I know sometimes you start, you mean well, you get started a while and then you know what? It's kind of gets a little tougher. Dig in, dig in, ask some questions, look some things up, keep on going. Amen. Don't slow down. Amen. Let the word of God, because you know what's going to happen? We've said it to you so many times. You've seen it before. Oh, I don't know. I don't know this chapter I'm reading. I don't know how much I got out of it. I don't know if this is, is, you know, is this really apply to us in any way? Then all of a sudden you come to church on Sunday and guess what we're preaching about? Amen. Or something happens in your life and guess what? It applies to that. Amen. It's going to happen that way. But don't just blow through it. Don't just, I'm not talking about just setting up something that is, that is uh, not reasonable for you. Learn it. Do whatever it takes to, you, you know, I've tried a lot of different ways to read my Bible. I really did. I did, I did note cards for a while. I, I went out and I was, oh, man, I'm going to do this. I'm going to write down. I'm going to have, uh, you know, index filing. And this is going to be all my healing scriptures. If I ever have, have any one God scriptures over here, any kind of, kind of uh, uh, you know, Holy Ghost scriptures, baptism, you know, uh, whatever it might be. I, I've got things that, uh, you know, I've taken some, and you know what, that lasted uh, not very long. It's like, this isn't helping me at all. I did take some time already say, you know what? Here's some areas of my life that I want to have victory over as a young man. I thought, you know what? How about my, the words that I speak? How about keeping my eyes pure? Amen. How, how about my thoughts? And I, I get a notebook and every time I write something in there and then I just sometimes if I felt like maybe I, I needed it, maybe the devil's fighting me, I'd read it out loud to myself, to God, to the angels, to the devil. And just read it all and just learn, hey, this is what I need. Yeah. Amen. Amen. This is my promises. This is what I, this is, I need to get this in me. Amen. Yeah. I've tried a lot more things that didn't work. Right. Amen. But you just keep on trying, keep on getting ideas, keep on asking people who do read their Bibles and say, how can I do better at this? Right. Oh, that's embarrassing. Right. You gotta, this is important. Yes, sir. Yeah. Important. Amen. If your prayer life hasn't been attacked, you 
you don't have a prayer life. Because the devil's going to fight your prayer life. He's going to try to cut you off from his word. That's not God. That's not God taking you away from the Bible. It's not God distracting you from the word. It's the devil. You know what Jesus used? I got back to the Bible and I started on prayer. <laughs> Just obeying God. Amen. You know what Jesus said? It is written. That's the sword of the Spirit, the word of the Lord. Don't tell me it's not important. That's your sword. Fight the devil with the sword. That's the word. Amen. The devil does that to you. The devil makes you feel insecure about that. The devil tries to get you to be distracted because that's your sword. It is written, made the devil run. That's, that's what Jesus did as a, for our example. Prayer is going to be your lifeline. Amen. And you know what the Bible says? The effectual fervent prayer. We talked about this. We preached about praying in the spirit here recently. The effectual fervent prayer. How, how easy, and I'm telling you, I know I'm talking to people that pray. But I'm, I'm not hesitant to say, those of you that we count on is, hey, pray for me and know it's going to get done. Uh, I want to tell you, I know your prayer life gets hindered. I know, I know your prayer life gets attacked. And if you pray, you have to push through some things. Just like the you got, you're busy, your mind gets filled with things, you're so distracted, you've got to make, make time for it. You've got to say, this is prayer time, I'm going to look at this, I'm going to look at my prayer time, it, it, do I worship God, do I put my heart, is there any fire in that, and if there's not, be honest. Just be honest. Say, at least I pray. I know, I know. But there's more on the table. And that's going to be important later. Yes, sir. Amen. This is, I'll tell you, if you're going to grow in God, you have to look at the things you do and say, am I doing my best at this or am I just, because the, the temptation is to just go through the motions and you tell yourself, I'm doing this. I'm fulfilling this, this, uh, habit. And that's a good habit to have. But you have to be honest with yourself and say, am I really touching God? Am I really hearing from God? Am I really moving God? Right? You gotta, you gotta tell yourself the truth. You gotta be honest with yourself and say, you know what? If you can do better, be man or woman enough to say, you know what? I've, I've been, I've been weak in my prayers and it's my fault. That's great. That's awesome. To be able to be honest with yourself like that. Here's where I fight. Here's where I'm not, I don't get it, everything that I need. Here's where I let things go. I'm going to tell you what. The pressures that you face. The challenges that you face. The things that, that attack your mind. The way the enemy fights you. You can pray through that. Amen. Amen. The, the way you're going to win. Amen. In the word of God and in prayer, you're going to pray and you're going to have victory and make a difference because of a real prayer life. If you get down on your prayers carrying burdens and you get up from those prayers still obsessing on those burdens, you can do better than that. You can tell yourself, well, I did pray, but listen, there's more on the table. There's more on the table.
You need to be able to look at yourself and say, you know what, I can, I can win some battles. That's it. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Thank God, thank God that you're in the house of God tonight. Yes, yes, the devil fights that. The devil fights that. Amen. He tries to be so subtle about it, but he fights that. And there's some, I think, Sister Becca was talking about it. It's, it's easy to go through the motions and, and miss what God's doing. I've, I've seen it too many times. It's so good to, have, have, to be in church, but you can be in church but not really be there. Not be engaged in your spirit. Some of the nicest people, some of the most well-meaning people, can go come for years and never really see the vision of what we're trying to accomplish. Amen. Never really understand what God is trying to do here. Amen. And the battles that we are all fighting. Amen. The battles that we are all fighting, but to have that vision. That when it's tough, some of you are tired today. God bless you. You didn't come because it was easy. Some of you, your schedules, is it's tough. Some of you drive farther than others. God bless you. But when you're here, it's going to be a battle. There's always going to be something, somebody. Yeah. Amen. But there's something that's going to happen, and, and it's a battle. To be able to learn how to just get your focus on what we're doing, why we're doing it, what we're here for, and help one another get there. Amen. 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 I'm telling you, I am excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to feel in my spirit just just more than ever before what God is trying to do. And the devil's going to fight that. How we need to, to, to help one another and strengthen one another. Hallelujah. These are hallelujah. There's there's this battle real battles. Real battles. I know. I know. Come on. How 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 many can we look back and say, I never would have thought. Never would have thought. You know, brother was talking about ten years ago. I can't imagine, you know, what God would have done. probably most of us would say that, right? Can't imagine ten years ago what I what I was, who I was and where I am today. It's a grace of God. Amen. And if Jesus doesn't come, I, uh, imagine just, just how high we can soar. Amen. But this is the, the hard truth is 10 years ago, there were people I said, they'll never, they're, they're part of the furniture here. They're, they're people I lean on. They're people I, I trust are real and got this. Amen. I, I can't take this lightly. I can't just go through the motions and act like, you know what, it's just going to it's just going to happen because we 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 just uh, don't have an option. The devil's fighting in this last day, knowing his time is short, it says they overcame him by the blood of the lamb, by the word of their testimony. Amen. It wasn't a game. It's it's hand to hand combat. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. We wrestle, that's hand to hand. But we wrestle against that spiritual wickedness, principalities, powers. It's real. It's not a game. It's up close and personal. And you've got to look at you in the mirror every day and say, hey, are you leaving something on the table? Are you doing it like Jesus said heartily? 
Amen. Heartily. Hallelujah. All my might. We got to learn. There's there's too many times I've seen people come through a battle. Listen now. I've seen people get hit and hit hard. We pray. God works. And here they are. They've got through it. But you know what? As I'm praying, I'm saying, you know what? Did they learn? Did they gain ground or did they lose ground? Because the devil plays a patient game. If the devil can get an inroad, he doesn't have to pull all your faith away today. Amen. He's in for the long game. He's got a goal. He's got a purpose. And he'll, if he can get an inroad, if you get something in your heart, amen. Get just, just get you backed up two steps. I'm going to tell you something. If you make up your mind and you know what I'm talking about and you get this in your spirit, just died in the wool that anything that happens, devil, if you can fight, but when this is over, I'm taking a step forward. I'm growing in this. I'm going to get stronger in this. I'm not stepping back. I'm going to learn in this, and I'm going to get this. I'm not just going to forget about it. I'm going to get overcome it. See, that's what the Bible says, more than conquerors. When you get when you get through something, you better overcome it. When you get through something, you better conquer it. Amen. I know what I'm talking about because I've seen those inroads. Amen. You've seen them. Somebody don't seem quite the same. Yeah. Amen. Somebody seemed like, you know what? They've taken a step back. And everybody gets scared because we've seen it too many times. Yeah. What are you going to do about that? Well, number one, we're going to help somebody take the step forward. We're going to try pray, start praying. We're going to get active. Amen. Right. We're active duty. Yeah. We're working on this. Yeah. But we're also aware, hey, God, have I taken steps back? Is my heart engaged in this? Sad thing about it is, if you won't look in the mirror, other people see it. You see it. In fact, you probably, sometimes you get, we get, we love one another around here, so you get really worried. As a pastor, I've, you know, I've tried to be. Caring enough to say, I don't know, are you doing okay? Well, I'm, I'm just really maybe just tired. Okay, okay, just pray. I want to pray for you, and I just want to make sure you're doing okay. You know? Sometimes we're looking and we're seeing because we, we've seen it too many times, way too many times. But it's hard to see it in ourselves. That's why I think it's okay to be able to say, hey, pastor, is it, are you praying for me? You, you, I, I want that door open because everybody sees it after a while. Yeah, right. When you're lying to yourself, everybody sees that. I'm not talking to anybody here today. I'm warning you, though. Yes, sir. Serious about this. Amen. Amen. I don't ever want to be that guy. I don't want to be the one everybody sees. Yeah. Amen. I'm just feeling, I know I've got more than anybody else in this place. And everybody's just shaking their head. Oh, man, it's just a matter of time with that guy. I don't want to do that. First Peter five. Got to learn how to fight some battles because we're in a battle. This happens so often. I come to church and I had it in my heart. <laughs> I had this all. I always. I don't take it very seriously because my plans are never God's plans. But I had this all figured out that I was just going to be nice and slow and quiet. And 
Hallelujah. God's good. God's so good. Hallelujah. First Peter 5, I'm telling you, the devil knows his time is short. And the Bible says he comes with great wrath. Comes with great wrath. Not against Hollywood. He's already got them. Not against Washington, D.C. He's got, got them, too, for the majority. Amen. Not against the music industry. He's got them. You know what it says? It comes with great wrath against God's elect. God's elect. That's you. That's you. You know what he says in Jesus said in Matthew 24? If it were possible, the very elect would be deceived because he's coming after God's church is the front lines of the battle. Don't you kid yourself. Amen. We're praying for the government. We're praying for the for for even the culture. Amen. We're praying for the community. Right. Here's the front lines right where you live. Amen. First Peter five, verse eight, be sober and be vigilant, be awake and be aware. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Did you ever have uh, one of your parents or maybe a teacher sometime? You say, hey, can I go to the bathroom? Can you? <laughs> right? That's not polite. That's not proper. It's may. You're asking permission. You're not telling, asking me if you're able to or not. Can I get up? Can I get out of here and get something? Can you? I don't know. Can you? No. May I? You're asking permission. The devil can't. Unless he has permission. How does he get permission? When we're giving him the permission. He's roaming to and fro. Seeking whom he may devour. Don't give place to the devil is what the Bible says. Don't let him take an advantage over us, the Bible says. Amen? You give him permission to move in because he can't and he won't. But the operative word here is he may devour. I remember when God spoke to me years ago, was praying about something and I I know I shared it several times over the years of how I was looking at something uh, uh, about nature and how that the the flock, the herd, if you will, is is uh, followed by the predator and how that predator will follow and find the weak one will find the one that is struggling and and, and strays off a little bit. The one and, and what ends up happening in God's nature is that the herd is strengthened even though the predator is following them. I know there's a lot of folks that don't understand the Bible and they say, how could God ever create a devil and how could God ever let all these things happen? But when the devil has permission to weed out, God help us, our hearts break. But God's church goes on. That's right. Amen. Amen. I, I want to I be somebody that helps be healthy in the church. I want to make sure that, that, that I'm somebody who is a help, a blessing to the church. I, I want to make sure I've, I've got my heart in this because I don't want to give the devil a chance and be able to say, you know what? The church is better off. 
It's purged. No, God, please help us not to let the devil have that permission. Seeking whom he may devour. God doesn't give that permission. We do. By our half-heartedness. By our weak prayers, our weak worship, our weak dedication. Amen. When we struggle along and... And it's God, it's not the devil's fault we struggle. Because the devil, hallelujah, gates of hell can't prevail against the church Jesus is building. Amen. God's got a plan. God's got a purpose. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. Amen. But that doesn't make it just a done deal. I've got to be able to say, okay, today, no matter what comes my way, God, I give you my all. I give you my all. Well, praise God. Whom resist steadfast in the faith. That's my responsibility. That's your responsibility. Devil's been fighting me all day. Resist. Do what it takes. Get in the word. Get that sword of the spirit. Get into prayer. Put him under. Pray through. Get the brothers and sisters around praying with you. Amen. Put your heart into it. He will flee. Knowing the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. We're not going through alone. Listen, the devil's fighting and the devil lie to you and tell you nobody understands that. I'll tell you, I understand. Amen. We understand. Well, praise God. If you're living for God and you love God, your eyes are wide open. If you care about God and God's will, your eyes are wide open. But it's a battle. It's not easy. But when you choose, and that's the thing. It's a choice. It's a choice to put your all in. It's a choice to give God your best. Whatever your best looks like today, it's your choice. But you have to be able to honestly look at yourself. You have to be honest with yourself and say, I want to do better. I want to grow in this. I want to learn. Don't learn. Don't don't do it just because you have to learn. Find out why it's best. Find out why God is God's ways are best and then pay the price. Put your heart into it. Amen. Start to labor in prayer. Labor in the word. Amen. Put your put your time in. Amen. Sometimes get to the house of God and labor in it. Put your heart into it when it's not easy. Get your back into it a little bit. Amen. Labor in it. When the devil's fighting you, go ahead and fight back. Learn how to be an overcomer. Steadfastly resist him whom he resists steadfastly in the faith, knowing, knowing the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. God bless you. Let's bow our heads. Oh, hallelujah. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. It's not up to me to make you. It's not up to me to crack a whip. It's not up to me to try to try to drive you and but I'll tell you something. This is how people fall. This is how you see good people fall. That falling away that I was preaching about earlier, that Jesus talked about. Great falling away is what he said. How's that happen? Like this. 
Listen, listen. When you begin to drift, when you begin to put in half a heart, you're going to get hit by the enemy. You might get hit from all different directions. I'm telling you the ways the devil has fought us, the ways the devil has come against us, he'll hit you hard. And if you're not prepared for it, when you see somebody get hit and they step back I'm telling you the reason they step back is they have made themselves vulnerable they allow themselves to get weak they stop putting their heart into it they stop really pressing against the adversity pushing and digging in start to really just cruise a little bit and then bam the enemy hits They don't have the strength. God's not going to allow you to get hit like that without... But but if you you get yourself in that situation where you may be devoured, that's when the devil finds you. You've allowed yourself to be in a weakened state. You've chosen to say, I'll be all right. I don't need it heart into all these things come on God's people it's time it's time to step up it's time to make sure there's not more on the table there's not more we can be given to God there's not more of this come on let's find a place to pray let's reach out to God
anointing in this last day. In the name of Jesus. before I go on. Elisha said, I want a double portion of the anointing that you have. You know what Elijah's response was? You asked a hard thing. You want God's working in your life? It's not just an easy road where you can just cruise through. You're going to have to find out where your strength is. You're going to have to learn how to fight the devil. You're going to have to learn how to dig into the Word. You asked a hard thing. You want to have victory in this last day? It's not going to be an easy, just when I feel like it kind of religion. Count the cost, friend. Count the cost. It's time to dig in. It's time to get that. Pull that power that you need down from heaven. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Thank God for praying parents, but you need it, young person. Thank God for praying wife, but praying husband, but you need this. Thank God for praying church, but you need this. Oh, I know. I know. I've lived this. I know my life is... Times I've just played church, going through the motions, getting by the least that I can give. But I'm telling you, it's not going to work. It's not going to work in these last days. Oh, it's time to look at our own lives. It's time to time to be honest with ourselves. God, am I giving my all? God's been good to you. God's been good to me. Lord, help us, help us to examine ourselves. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Oh, I thank you for your presence, God. I thank you for your with yourself. Let God refresh and renew and take you to another level. 
Oh, thank you, Jesus. Father, we love you. We love you. We love you so much. Thank you for your anointing that was here tonight, God. Thank you for your love that draws us to you. Lord, the protection that you have for us, God, in you, we believe you for it, God. Thank you, God. Use us for your glory. Let's all stand again, Lord. We love you so much. We thank you for loving us, God. You've made a way that we can have this power that is within us, that, to have it within us, God, to have revival, personal revival. Lord, revive us. Work through us, God, in a greater measure. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you're doing. Now, Lord, I pray you bless each one, God. Keep us safe as we travel. And God, just work through us in a greater measure. Give us victory over every battle. And we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen.